Every five minutes, someone dies while waiting for a compatible donor heart, liver, or kidney. On a remote island in Lake Superior, a team of geneticists strive to engineer an animal with human-compatible organs, thereby saving millions of lives. But these ancestors are not the docile herd animals they envision. Instead, the project spawns something big, something evil, something hungry. Ancestor by number one New York Times bestselling novelist Scott Sigler is available for free on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey everyone, this is Travis, the creator of Dark Dice. First, I have a couple of updates before the episode begins. Dark Dice will be returning in August with its regularly scheduled horror-based content. But the most important part of what I need to tell you is this. The internet community that is Dark Dice has banded together and raised over $10,000 for the Trevor Project. This monumental task could not have been accomplished without your support, and we just wanted to say a huge thank you to everyone involved, the fantastic artists, the fantastic storytellers, dungeon masters, game masters, Mizushiba and Erebus Adora, who did all of the artwork for our merchandise and for the event, Stephen Malin and Brandon Boone for doing the music for the episode, the fantastic voice actors who lended their voices to our story and brought brought the characters to life, David Alt for voicing ISN's Keep and agreeing to go on 10 speed dates, even though he, the actor, and the character had no idea what this entailed and that it would be so crazy, and Dallas Wheatley for really co-directing and co-producing this story. We could not have done this without them. So huge thanks to everyone involved. Again, we've raised over $10,000 and that is incredible. In addition to having fun, we were also able to make a real impact in the real world. So let's get to this wonderful episode. Dark Dice. A date with Uriel. Some time had passed since the speed dating event, which was a success. After Fezziwig passed Ias the contact information for multiple individuals, Ias got in touch with Uriel under the pretense of purchasing mushrooms for his shop. Uriel used their meeting as an excuse to ask Ias on a second date, and it happened. After a very fun series of adventures and misadventures left in their wake, we catch them at the Gilded Den, which they returned because the food was surprisingly good last time. The paintings on the walls had all been sold. The evening was coming to an end, and we catch the couple at their dinner table. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, So we've done a lot today. I can't believe the city has changed so much. Yeah, well, uh, there was that... Where was it that you got me to meet? Because it was a school when I got there. But I don't know. I've been up in the woods for so long. Yeah, but didn't you say it was? It was like it was an old temple or something. Mm, probably. I know it looks sort of templeish, but it was kind of. Anyway, uh, it's lucky that you got there in time. Otherwise, I was about to think that I was. I've been stood up, really. Oh, I tried to be punctual. It was sort of bred into me by my father. Um, but these days, I try to be a little more relaxed about stuff like that. That's fair enough. I, I, I'm really quite thankful that you were quite relaxed after, well, after that speed dating session because I, mm. I do, I really didn't think that you were going to um, pick me. Um, I was, uh, yeah, quite surprised. Oh well, I, same here. Oh. Oh, well, ah. Also, I do appreciate, I do appreciate you um, coming up and purchasing some mushrooms from me as well. Um, it was very smooth, Mister. <laughs> Yeah, well, got to use uh, got to use the expertise, and then also um, check out the merchandise. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially if I'm going to be uh, selling things on, I'm sure we can come to uh, a very, very mutually beneficial arrangement. So, what did you do with them? Did you eat them, or I don't know, do some sort of spell casting with them? 
<laughs> uh, no, I'm not really much of a spellcaster at the moment, but um, I feed them to up. your kids to make them go to sleep. <laughs> I would never. I would never. But um, I, I did a stroganoff with some of them, and mm-hmm. uh, the more recreational ones were uh, ingested mm-hmm. elsewhere. Oh, shall we say? Interesting. <clears throat> Besides the mouth. Well, no, of course, yeah, of course, the, no, Just, hey, yeah, of course, the mouth. Listen, we live in a strange place <laughs> with many strange creatures. So you got to tell me who are some of the um, who are some of the other people that you rejected. Let's oh. talk dirt. Let's talk. Let's talk. Uh, give me all the dirt. Oh, well, I can't. I can't say that I rejected them. But um, you did. You're so kind. Well, I know. We well, we, that was the thing. We had to. I was like, we can only pick one or two. So I wasn't your first choice. Is that what you're telling me? <laughs> no, no, it's fine. It's fine. I I can take it. I'm a big boy. So, oh, so, so I have to no wait no I have to tell you I have to tell you this one thing. Okay. Um, okay. So I went on a date with uh, during the speed dating I went on a date with this pixie. Oh right. And okay. they were only the size of my hand, right? I, um, that, that must have been interesting. Um, I mean, <sighs> there was zero chemistry. You know, okay. there was very little chemistry. I mean, I was yeah. nervous. They were nervous. I think you know every it was it was a weird, you know, like I just kept drinking, you know, uh, to like yeah, me too. make the me evening too. go on a little bit better, <laughs> but. <laughs> I have to admit, I was very intrigued by what our children would have looked like, you know, like having like, would they be big like me or little like them? Or like, would they have the sort of darker skin like me? Or would they have like pink sparkly? Like I was I almost wanted to go on a second date with them just but then I thought like, oh, I'm kind of tokenizing this poor person for really which is just my you know i should probably just write in my journal <laughs> write a poem about it and then burn it and then never speak of it again yeah yeah and and, and going on a second date just to go and have kids seems... oh i mean just not even to have kids just to <laughs> just to just to like look at them and think what would our kids look like it'd probably be pretty <laughs> pretty stalkerish i think is the word for that uh maybe maybe yeah but you know what i feel like i feel like i can tell you that like i feel like we've 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 bonded, you know, like you, you would appreciate how, how oh, yeah, know, yeah. I'd, creepy I'd, I am in real life. I, I'd, I like it. I like yeah, it. Thanks. Thanks. You're pretty creepy yourself. That's very kind. Tell me about um, some of the, uh, some of the, the, the reject piles. Oh, well, um, there, I met some really nice, nice people. That's good. Uh, there was, uh, I learned an awful lot about pronouns. Ah, good, um, good, good. Got some, got some they them's, got some yeah. um, she them's, got some yeah. he she's. Actually, there was yeah. one yeah. Um, uh, who was a lycanthrope who was male in one form and female in wolf form. Oh, that would have been quite. Sounds, I'm kind of jealous of them, actually. I <laughs> know, oh, I know. It would have been quite interesting. Uh, she at that point did offer um, to bestow her gift upon me. Mm. Um, okay. I'd be interested to see what they did with the horns, really. Yeah, that sounds like quite the life choice. Yeah. Like I think, I think once you're in, once you're committed, you, there's no way out of that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, even I don't know of any uh, mushrooms that you can use for that. Oh yeah, no, no. I can't commit to uh, showing up to a date on time, so you know, <laughs> you're safe with me. That's all right then. Yeah. Oh, so so your kids are at home by themselves, or oh um, no 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 no. You didn't I, I, you didn't knock them out with any uh, magic potions <laughs> or magic mushrooms. No no no. I got, I got that's my idea of child care. That's my child care, really, <laughs> honestly. Well, I, I, 
I, I hope you are actually going to like them when, when I introduce them to you. I love kids. I love kids. Kids you are just, great. You, you just couldn't eat a whole one. No, absolutely uh, not. Just give them some sugar and tell them to go outside and play when you get tired of them. <laughs> I like your style. I oh, really do. And I live uh, on the edge of a cliff, so you know, pretty easily disposed of. <laughs> Unless they have wings, of course. And then they usually find their way back. Yeah, yeah. No, mine don't. Mine will will hit the ground. Yeah, tell me uh, about your kids. Um, what do they look like? Uh, yeah, so um, there's Baron, who is a dwarf. Uh, so like in size or in uh, uh, genealogy? Uh, or both. 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 Uh, <laughs> uh, he's really, really smart, um, but... In the way of smart kids, he's uh, he's a little bit temperamental. You know, he, he has his he has his off days, his off hours, his off minutes. Uh, but he has the times where he's just he is so smart and so like like he could do anything. Have you ever seen someone that's able to um, grab a piece of clay and just with with the fingers and just make something that looks so good? It's totally unlike that wax museum we went to. Um, but he's he's one of those, and um, old. Uh, she's half dwarf, um, and uh, she's someone that can really can argue her way around anything. In- interestingly enough, she's also a blacksmith. You know, we we make do. We we make do with our, our little um, our little store. Yeah, tell me about your store. I don't think I've been. Have you not? No, I don't think so. It's in town, right? Yeah, this is why I had to be the smooth one and come up and buy some mushrooms from you. I need to get out more. Yeah, so uh, it, it's basically whatever people want to sell, then I will sell it for them. Wait, why don't they just sell it themselves? Well, you know, some people don't have the time or they live up on the mountain next to a cliff and don't really get into town very much. There's no Craigslist? No, uh, no, no Craigslist? And no what? Craigslist. You know, that guy Craig, he's got a list of stuff he sells. Anyway, <laughs> must be your competition. <laughs> Well, it was, it was very, really uh, quite kind of you then to come out and see so much of the city with me earlier. Yeah, of course. Um, that was a really nice little fortress that we went to. So about that wax museum, oh, that was yeah. creepy. <laughs> Just a bit. I don't understand. I don't understand oh. why in a world where magic is real, there's wax figures. And were they real people that were turned into wax or like via magic or were they like wax reproductions? Yeah, I, I hope it wasn't people that have actually been turned into stuff. But like that statue of the Magus, like it was very, so realistic. I thought there's, this, is, this must be an enchanted object. Yeah, you'd think that given that there's magic around that you'd be able to do things with a reasonable amount of precision. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Some of those... I, I really literally can't say that I've seen worse, especially that elk. I don't think I can either. I mean, that was, that was like, they, some of the statues were missing fingers. Yeah, yeah. Where I'm assuming just local school kids have just, like, ripped them off as a prank. And then they had the audacity to, like, exit us through the gift shop. Yeah. And, like, everything in the gift shop was so terrible. Yeah. And so overpriced. Yep. I don't, I don't, uh, somebody, you, somebody They wouldn't even take mushrooms. Down. No, well, of course they Payment. wouldn't take mushrooms. I should have taken mushrooms. <laughs> would have been more enjoyable. Now, I do have to say, uh, I think my favorite activity was uh, the boat trip we went on. Oh, um, the punting. I'll say it again. Oh, the punting. Yeah. <laughs> say it again yeah. a little slower. Punting. Okay. Punting. Okay, thank you. Yeah, I could listen <laughs> to that for a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm still, I'm still not as good at the punting as uh, I'd like to be. You'll have to show me how sometime. Oh, I, th- I think you, you managed quite well. 
Yeah. Uh, apart from when you like tipped us in, that wasn't. I know it was kind but, of know. not totally on accident, but you know. Oh uh, right, I see. I'm pretty I good see. with big pulls. Uh, well, I hope so. Yeah. Uh, but, pretty dexterous. Um, Ambidextrous, I am. Are you really? Yeah, very much. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. It was quite um, cute seeing you wet, though. <laughs> Play your cards right, and we'll see what we can do about that. Yeah. <sighs> Just forgot what I was going to say. That's all right. It was pretty magical. It was pretty magical. It, it was, especially when it went, like, floating. Mm, like the river floating, not just right? us floating. Yeah, I, I was—I I have to say, for someone yeah. with um, skin of onyx rock, you—you mm-hmm. you f- didn't sink as quickly as I expected you to. You know what? Because we're getting to know each other, I'm going to let that one slide. You know, just like we're not all made of actual rock. You know, oh, you know. Sometimes oh, we just sorry. look like it. That's okay. Uh, it, That's it, right. there, there's my sensitivity training going. I mean, my dad has a part of stone, so I don't, you know, don't blame <laughs> you for that. And that's not figure of speech. Oh, how does that work then? I don't know. I didn't stay to find out. Oh, that's fair enough. That's fair enough. Well, tell me a bit about yourself as well. Um, um, it's pretty uh, quiet you, up there. Pretty quiet up on the mountain. Uh, I know, but I'm, I'm talking about. Like before you, because you kind of have a bit of a military uh, bearing. Yeah, no, I was a military brat. Um, ah. You know, uh, folks were pretty wealthy, um, yet somehow we ended up moving around a lot, even though supposedly we had a nice palace of a home somewhere that I, you know, haven't seen since I was 10 years old. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I mostly was raised by uh, professors and teachers and uh, commanders and things like that and yeah, you certainly come across as very well spoken and very oh, yes, thank uh, you. very uh, literate yeah that's right well that's that's partially my upbringing just because we uh, you know we had to study a lot of that in school but then also partially because well um, I just get lonely up on that mountain so I tend a tendency to read a lot um, after the sun goes down you know after fortifying my you know, my cabin in the woods from, you know, all the beasties out there that might want to come onto my land. Uh, mostly I just, uh, you know, curl up by the fire and read quite a bit. Um, do a little bit of writing. Um, it's not oh, very right. good. Yeah. What, what um, sort of thing do you do you write? Oh, poems about mushrooms, of course. Do, do you do you have one? Uh, I don't know. Maybe maybe okay. that's for a second date, I think. Okay. I'll, I'll hold you to that. Well, okay, okay, okay. This is one that I'm working on. This is one that okay, I'm working okay. on. But you can't laugh. You promise? No, you no, 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 no. I'm, All right, yeah. you promise? Mm-hmm. Yeah, promise, promise. This is just to say that I have eaten all the mushrooms in the icebox. I am so sorry. They were so delicious and brown. That, that's beautiful. Thank you. I made it up myself. I really did. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's yeah. good. All from my head. Straight from my head. So so you you haven't been writing that for ages? No, no, no. Well, I mean, I've been tinkering with it. You know, oh. like, you know, you know, spend all afternoon putting in a comma, spend all evening taking one out, that sort of thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, that's good. Well, um, well, thinking ahead then to second dates, uh, yeah. I, do have, um, I do have an idea for us. Oh, yeah. That, that is if, if you want one. Of course. Um, I like adventure. I know you seem like a stay-at-home dad kind of guy, but uh, I do like a little bit of adventure sometimes. Well, yeah, adventure was um, 
Yeah. I, I've had enough of adventure just for the time being, but um, mm, you know, curling up by the fire and, and you know listening to mushroom poetry yeah. actually sounds quite good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, there was this couple that uh, came to the speed dating. Well, there's three of them now, uh, Charlie and Torin and uh, Joe. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, so yeah, three of them. Um, but they've uh, they came into the shop. Uh, yeah, Torin came into the shop because uh, he was going to fix my roof. Uh, <laughs> able to sort that for you know even without the date. And he suggested that the Dwarven Gardens was a really nice place to go. Uh, mm. um, they're like they're underground gardens with mm-hmm. all sorts of cave formations, ancient, beautiful stuff, phosphorescent. Oh, they're not. Oh, it's oh, it's oh, it's. Gardens made by dwarves, not a yeah. little tiny garden. No, 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 no. Okay. Well, I suppose okay, there's okay. probably some dwarven, like some little kind of t- tiny gardens, but right. not That's every dwarf I, is small. Listen, it's I have to ask because yeah. you know every the this town changes all the time, and I thought, oh, oh. It's, that's the dwarven gardens, and it's just like a little one meter by one meter. <laughs> tomato patch or something no i think I but think your size your idea sounds way better, sounds way better. <laughs> yeah so it's got lights and water and and a whole load of uh, whole load of mushrooms so i thought uh, oh. i know it's a little bit of a busman's holiday but um have you ever been there uh no uh, i was oh. it's just something i've heard about okay. and you know i just thought well why not i was going to take the kids but you should bring yeah. the kids let's go all right then yeah i think yeah. it's i don't know it's one of those things I think it's nice to let uh, kids kind of find their own way when their parents start to date, you know? Yeah. And especially yeah. if there's something pretty and shiny to distract them. Yeah. Yeah, that's very true. And then besides, we'll be underground. So, you know, if we need to, quote unquote, lose them for you know, 15, <laughs> 20 minutes, then that can't be that hard. I really do like your style. Thank you. Well, that's good. Yeah. Uh, I certainly... Um, Say punting the- again. <laughs> Not with the kids, though. I don't know if they can swim. That's fine. That, no, that's very acceptable. No punting with the kids. No punting with the kids. No, no. That's just for you and me. Yeah, yeah. I wonder if the dwarves will be upset if we pick their mushrooms, though. We should probably, like, ask permission first. Yeah, I'm sure we can ask. You know, like, they, they get very terse, maybe uh, is not the right word. I know uh, how tetchy particular, can very get. particular. That's it. They're very yeah, particular. I mean, after you uh, pointed out all those mushrooms earlier on today, I know mm-hmm. that you you could. There'll be very little that they can throw at you that you won't know about it. Well, I mean, I I, I uh, learn stuff all the time, and I, you know, I mostly specialize in above ground mushrooms. So I'm sure that there's lots of trade secrets that maybe they want to share, maybe they won't. I don't know. Well. Well, maybe it's a good idea that I'm bringing the kids then. So bring the can... kids. Oh, and and bring something, you know, something that looks nice, but is maybe not won't break the bank from the shop. It's probably good that we offer them a gift of some kind if we're going to go. Yeah, yeah. Trolloping around their garden, their dwarf garden. Good. Well, it's. I think it's a normal sized garden. Oh, that's right. Yeah, but the probably dwarven, not a size garden, dwarven dwarf garden. Like big. Depends how big the caves are. I know. I imagine they're huge. They probably are. Really. I'm. I'm sure I've got a few things. Um, in fact, I've got I've got the best harmonica oh. uh, that plays tunes backwards. Oh wow! It is brilliant. Does it play it by itself, or do you have to? Is it enchanted, or you? you well, it's it's got. Or does it need does it need a player, or does well, it just? Well, sometimes go on its own? you can you can play, and then it plays it backwards, wow. sort of a, as a kind of wind it up in one way, and then it and then it goes it, it unwinds the other. Okay. 
Like it can be played normally, but it's yeah. it's even better when you play a tune and hear it backwards. Oh, that sounds amazing. How long has it been in your shop? Is it not sold yet? Uh, it's one of the. It's a behind the counter item. Oh, excellent! That's excellent. That's excellent. You know, that's one of the things about owning a shop is that uh, you know you go out and you find all the different things, uh, and then there are some things that you just you want to hang on to, really. Yeah. Or you only want that. You only want it to go to the right person. Oh, sure. Yes, that must be. Yeah, definitely. And sometimes some things really don't want to be sold to people, and that's that's a whole other conversation in and of itself, really. I yeah, I can only imagine. Yeah, enchanted objects must be pretty tricky. Yeah, some of them really are. Oh, speaking of speaking of new objects, uh, what about those shoes you got there? <laughs> oh yeah, uh, well, um, it's one of those things that uh, it, it's. One of my little things that I have a, a pair of shoes for every occasion. Okay. So whether it's uh, going bowling or going bouldering or okay. going down a cave uh, or going no, down wait, a those sewer. No, those are all those are all activities that require their own shoes. Exactly. I've but got like a pair how, of shoes for every occasion. But like walking to through the park yeah. versus walking around a lake. I, I've I've got shoes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, walking through a lake of fire. Vulcanized rubber. I've got a pair of shoes for that. Uh-huh. Um, walking through a lake of blood. I tend to walk on top of it rather okay. than through it, but, you know, enchanted shoes sure, for that. Sure, That makes sense. Uh, walking uh, through a cloudy, cloudy air lake. Yeah, that's fun. Yeah? That's fun. Yeah. yeah. So you have shoes that fly? Do you have any flying shoes? Well, any shoes with wings? Any shoes with wings on them that don't fly? Yes. Okay. That are just normal shoes. They just happen to have wings. Sometimes I let Baron have a, you know, have some crayons, and so, and one of the times he got into my shoe cabinet, and you know, mm. uh, I've got I've got a few shoes that have dinosaurs on, okay, things like that. Yeah, so yeah. you know, kids, yeah. kids. Yeah, they're... of course. Give them some sugar. Tell them to play outside. Yeah, when I move up to the cliff. Yeah, that's right. And give them the wing shoes, and be like, yeah. see you, see you at dinner time, kids. Daddy and Daddy have some uh, adult business to attend to. <laughs> Uh, it's funny, the, the babysitter that I've left them with um, mm-hmm. is actually someone I met at the speed dating event. Um, oh, God, he yeah. must be, they, are, they must be a sore loser. That, uh, well, put, it, put a point on it. Uh, I think he's just happy to get away from his mother. Oh, that, yeah. Well, you know what, mate? You made a new friend. Yeah, exactly. No. Exactly. I mean, it, it's not all rejection. Rejection. And what's rejection. wrong with his mother? A <laughs> uh, little bit. Um, a little bit on the overly uh, uh, precious side. Oh, I see, I see. Shall we say so has that made him extra cautious or extra wild? Because I find, you know, as someone who came from rather strict parents, it's kind of either go one or the other. You know, the preacher's son, the, uh, the mm. military brat, that sort of thing. I, I, I haven't had occasion to find out. I, I thought I mm. would... Um, so wait, you left your children with someone that you have only met for 10 minutes? Uh, he seemed very reasonable. Ah, they'll be good, fine. Good, yeah. Good thing they're tough. Their t- kids are tough these days. Ord uh, was possessed by a demon, so you know she's she's got form. I'm kind of worried about the babysitter then. Well, uh, he's you come back his home. Mother he's gonna be like, around, so, he's gonna be yeah. like burned up to a, a pile of ash or something like that. Well, if he tries anything, yeah. Yeah, right. You know, I mean, because you know how kids are. They're like, oh, there's a new babysitter. We have to like stand our ground and you know turn them into a frog or something. No, no, they, they, I've, I've 
drilled some respect into them. I'm still I'm still a little bit worried about this babysitter, though. Because your kids sound like a handful, I do have nah, to say. They've got hearts of gold, they really do. You'll love them, and they'll love you. Oh, wait. Um. All right, it looks like the... I think the tavern might be closing soon. Yeah, uh, well, drink up. And, yeah. um... Do you want to go back to mine? Uh, sure. Cool. Say punting again. Punting. All right, you're mine. Dark Dice, A Date with Uriel. Starring Cecil Baldwin as Uriel and David Alt as Iasin's Keep. With music by Brandon Boone and Stephen Malin. Editing and sound design by Travis Vengroff. Mixing and mastering by Marissa Ewing of Hemlock Creek Productions. Executive production by Dallas Wheatley. A special thanks once again to everyone who helped vote and make this episode possible. Our journey into the ruinous domain of the Nameless God will continue next month. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available.